Hey guys, it's Robert Alexander, and if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you so much. This is only the third episode, but I am honestly getting more and more excited about doing this every single time I do it. Um, This week, I have had so many things that inspired me. I'm like, oh my god, I can talk about that on my podcast, and I'm going to do my best. (laughs) I promise to do my best. I'm going to try my best to focus on a couple of topics and not go too far out there. But when, hey, when I'm led to go, I'm led to go. So a couple of days ago, I had a conversation with my dad, who is a preacher. All my uncles are preachers. My entire paternal side of my family are um, preachers, pastors, men of God, like for real, for real. It's definitely all up and through the bloodline. And so I was just having a conversation with my dad and he was telling me that uh, I really should have been there Sunday. Uh, I don't go to church anywhere near regularly, like maybe once a year, but my dad preaches and uh, he was just telling me about his sermon and the topic was iron sharpens iron. And it was interesting that he said that because uh, recently I haven't been evaluating my friendships, which I do on a very regular basis. I know my friends are listening. Don't worry, y'all. It ain't it ain't nothing personal. It's just what I do because, um, you know, uh, one thing that a lot of people may notice about me, especially people who know me on an intimate level, is that I don't keep the same friends for very long. And it's not like just something that I do. But I'm not sentimental when it comes to people. Um, It's all about who you are today. And not on a literal basis. Please don't take it literally. But if you aren't bringing something positive to my life, then I have no I have no need for negativity. I'm trying to do my best. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to be a father, a great brother, a great son, a great uncle, a great person to everyone. And if I have toxicity in my life. I have no problem getting rid of that. And I hope that doesn't seem, you know, cold hearted, but it really is a way of life for me. So anyway, iron sharpens iron. My dad said that. And before I could even say the the thoughts that I had about it, he was basically saying that, you know, if someone is iron and if someone, if their friend or if their colleague or someone else is not quite as hard as them, quite as strong as they are, then then that person who is iron can never grow. I don't have to break it down any further than that. Y'all get it. All right, all right, all right. But what was interesting is that I said, okay, well, what if I am iron and I have a friend who is merely aluminum? Am I affected by that in, in a negative way or am I simply not growing in that space? And he said, yeah, you're actually affected by that because as a softer metal rubs up against a harder metal it begins to contaminate it and i said whoa (laughs) and and listen i didn't even say anything yet and then he said um you'll notice how you're behaving in a way that is not like you and once you think about it a second longer you realize oh i'm behaving like so and so So it's just really, really interesting that it's been on my spirit. You know, that's what I wanted to talk about. And my dad literally popped up and said the same exact thing. So that's where we're going today. Um, In the past, I've had I've had a lot of friends. And for many different reasons, our friendships have been terminated. Some have been, you know, uh, because I was not in a space to commit to that friendship. I was not... uh, I didn't start off genuine and therefore I was not willing to commit to, you know, like I said in my last episode, I was not willing to commit to who this, who these people knew me as. 
But also, there have been times now as I'm older and wiser where I tell my friends, like, I I am worried <laughs> that I will outgrow this friendship if you don't get your shit together. Like, legit, I have to be honest. I have to be... Everything that comes from my mouth is with love. And I really hope that my friends understand that because I have to be able to to navigate freely in this space. I don't want to walk on eggshells and I don't want to have to hold my tongue. Not to disrespect you, but simply to love you in every way, you know, that a friend should. Oftentimes, and I've seen it firsthand and probably done it firsthand, um, I've seen people who say, oh, that's been my friend for 10 years. You know, we ain't never going to part. But me, you don't even like her anymore. You don't even like him anymore. It's just literally coming from a sentimental standpoint. And like I said, like I may keep a shirt for a very long time, even if it has holes in it, but I'm not going to keep a friend if our relationship has holes in it. Granted, I definitely try to repair it first, but it, I'm only willing to sacrifice so much energy. It is very much a two-way street. And if you're not willing to put that car in drive and come my way at least a little bit, then, you know, I'm just going to turn down the road and find the sunshine because it's not here anymore. It's real shady over here. (laughs) Now, I've stated previously that I feel like I am my most authentic self, definitely my best self, my happiest and healthiest self now. And back in the day, like I said, this isn't about fault, but in my past relationships, I was not completely there. And the next thing I want to talk about is confused energy. Uh, that's not that's a term I made up. But if you've heard it somewhere, please let me know because I would love to, you know, read about it. But confused energy is when your actions are semi-genuine, but also a part of it is reactionary because you are only behaving in a way that is prepared for what another person let's call him a quote-unquote friend you're only behaving in uh preparation for how you think how you think they are going to react and i've seen relationships in on in all aspects whether it's uh an acquaintance a friend uh, a lover a a spouse i've seen people behave in a in a reactive state instead of being genuine and that energy is confused for example I was in a relationship that lasted way too long. Uh, it First of all, there was the sentimental aspect. And then there was also this combative aspect where I think that we both were like bucking and trying to determine. But honestly, I honestly don't know. But what I do know is that we were both, uh, it was very egocentric and ego driven and that was very toxic because I was worried about not worried (laughs) that's ego right there too but I was worried about how he might react and therefore I always kept my defenses on 10 I always kept my hand on my hip just in case I it needed to go there and that is so unhealthy and while it happened and this was over the span of years while it happened it felt completely normal Okay, now I feel myself about to start spinning. I normalized a very unhealthy and toxic way of living. So much so that it carried into the next relationship, the next friendship, the next chapter of life. That's the danger of normalizing toxicity. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Please do yourself a favor and understand what is healthy for you and what is best for you. And do not try to normalize toxicity. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, as time went on, uh, my actions 
became less and less genuine. Uh, I mean, into such a toxic, toxic space. And just talking about this really takes me back to just how different I was in that space. And Lord have mercy, thank God that I am no longer there. But that is what I mean about confused energy. My actions weren't genuine. Uh, something as simple as uh, going to get a person a cup of juice suddenly became a task because there was so much resentment. So even when I do it, there's so much negative energy behind it that the juice is tainted. <laughs> and that is literally how people are out here in relationships, literally under one roof together, just in a space of toxicity and confused energy. And the gag is, where do you think that toxic energy, where do you think that confused energy channels? It channels in your work. It channels in your other relationships. It goes everywhere else in your life. How do you even expect to be successful? How do you even expect to do well? How do you expect to be a parent or a good father or a good brother or a great uncle? And I'm talking to myself. If you allow toxic and confused energy in your life. One contributor to this, and I talked to my good friends Devin and Eddie about this, is that we put people in boxes. And to a certain extent, I guess we have to, but uh, it's so there's this there's this uh, there's an entry I wanna in my most recent journal where I said that uh, in a relationship I want my partner to study me constantly because I am ever evolving, ever changing. And I never want to be placed in a box called 2018. You will never know me uh, so well that you don't have to study me. And I've seen old stale relationships where they no longer think about, you know, getting to know a person anymore because it's been so long. It's been five years, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, whatever the case is. Um, And so I say that also with friendships because... Back in my day, I probably was not as great a friend as I am today. I probably was not. We're going to just scratch probably out. I was not a greater friend as I was today. I was not uh, as considerate of other people's feelings. I was not empathic in any regard. I was narcissistic. It was all about me. And then suddenly I woke up and said, wow, there's an entire world out here. And every single person on this planet is starring in their very own movie. It's not just about me. And therefore, it's very unfair. Like, honestly, when people come to me and tell me about what someone did five, ten years ago, depending on what it is, I'm kind of like, um, I'm not really trying to hear that. Who are they today? You know, because me five years ago, I'm sure that I've done things that I wouldn't do today. And I'm, and most of us probably, you know, probably have. Um, So I think it's just really important not to put people in boxes and stay angry and stay affected by the past in such a way because I am, again, the perfect example. When I look in the mirror, I see change and growth and I see my best self and I would absolutely hate for someone to limit me to my worst behavior. I would hate for someone to limit me to a terrible thing I did years ago, something that I've released and found peace from. Putting this train back on its tracks that is where confused energy comes from when you haven't found peace from those past things whether it's from you or someone else it shows that it's like it's all about energy and when your energy is confused it shows as as well as you think that you are hiding it you aren't it shows 
and it's something that I would hate to go through again. I don't see myself going through that again. And I just really hope that if I can prevent it from happening to someone else, then that will be great. But I also uh, believe in the school of the hard knocks. That's definitely the school I go to. I go to the University of Hard Knocks. I definitely bump my head <laughs> all the time because that's how I learn. However, for those of you who don't, take heed. You know what I'm saying? I implore you. I encourage you to evaluate your friendships. And if you feel any way about it, it is totally okay to speak on how you feel about the situation. Uh, Hopefully within your friendships and within your relationships, you've established a foundation of utmost respect. And once you've done that, there is nothing you can't say if that is how you feel. That I, and I stand firmly in that. And a couple of people probably are shook by that statement. But if I, me, if I feel a way, I must speak on it. I've gotten the best sleep of my life this year by not going to bed, holding on to things that I wish I sh- wish that I would have said. Um, but again, it's all about respect. It's all about love. It's not about disrespect. It's not about shade. And it's not about that confused energy of letting it build up so much so that you are resentful and you want to say it, but a part of you is mad and therefore it comes off in this sideways and confused way. You have to think about what you're saying before you say it. And you also have to think about what the energy is behind it. Is this from a place of love or is this from a place of frustration? Because just as hard as it may be for you to say it, it's probably just as hard for whoever you're speaking to to receive it that's what we forget about at least that's what i would forget about i'm just like oh you didn't piss me off now let me say it. i'm literally shaking like candy and i'm just like from housewives of atlanta for people who didn't get the reference i'm literally like shaking and saying it and then i'm ready for action because in that uh relationship from the past that's what was learned that toxic behavior was learned And therefore, if I have something to say, I'm ready to go to war for it. And it's literally not necessary. Uh, One of my clients, Sequoia, I absolutely love her. We have this question and it's always, is life complicated or do we make it complicated? And honestly, it's us. Life is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Please do yourself a favor and don't make it hard. That's it. Bye.